everybody. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you want to know more about us or connect with us as a church, then please go to our church website and we'd love to get to know you some more. But here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages you and inspires you. A few weeks ago, we saw a dramatic event that people thought we would never see the likes of again. If any of you are not Formula One fans or managed to miss this, earlier this month there was a a crash that when it happened, it um, looked horrendous. In a Formula One race in the opening stages of the Grand Prix with the drivers all jostling for position, Roman Grosjean ended up driving headfirst into a barrier at 137 miles per hour. However, rather than being uh, contained by the barrier, the car actually pierced its way through the barrier, and as it did so, broke into flames, setting off a huge fireball as it did so. Amazingly, despite being involved in such a huge impact and sitting in the car for around 30 seconds with flames all around him, Roman Grosjean managed to escape from the car with only minor injuries and minor burns on his hands. As I listened to the commentators talking about this incident, everyone said that years ago, undoubtedly, Roman Grosjean would have died on impact in that collision. But instead, he lived, and they credited his survival with one piece of equipment, the halo. Now, if you're not familiar with what the halo is, it's not the sort of things that angels wear um, in the nativity, a bit of tinsel wrapped around their head. This was a controversial addition to the F1 cars a few years ago that sought to protect, protect the drivers during the race. Uh, This system was unconventional and controversial, and many drivers actually didn't initially like the idea. They thought it was against the spirit of uh, of Formula One racing and weren't big fans of it. And one of those uh, proponents who didn't like the halo was Roman Grosjean himself. However, following the accident, Roman Grosjean and many other Formula One drivers have admitted that they were wrong about the halo system and recognized that this halo saved Roman Grosjean's life. The halo safety system was unconventional. It broke the status quo. It broke tradition. Uh, But the break in tradition led to the hope for every F1 driver of being able to drive in the hope of the ad- and with the added comfort of having an extra layer of security around them. In this passage we have read together this morning, we've heard of another break in tradition, but this break in tradition is even more significant than the introduction of a safety system that can save a, a racing car driver's life. This break in tradition opened up a narrative of hope for all the world that we can all share and declare with those around us today. And so this morning we're going to take a few moments to look at this passage together, to think about what it might mean for us today and how we might be able 
to encounter the God who draws near to us this Christmas time. And the first way that we can encounter God as he draws near to us this Christmas is by being willing to break with tradition. We need to be willing to break with tradition. This year, we'll all be celebrating Christmas in ways that we could have never previously imagined. Whether you'll be unable to see family this year or whether you'll be um, not able to do what you would usually do at Christmas, I'm sure that in one way or another, one or many of our Christmas traditions will be broken this year. Certainly throughout this whole year, we've seen a whole load of traditions broken as we've had to do things in different ways because of this pandemic. In the first part of our passage this morning, we've heard how Zechariah too broke with tradition. A few weeks ago, we heard how Elizabeth and Zechariah had been desperately longing and waiting and wanting a baby, but had been unable to conceive and were now both getting on in age. And then out of the blue, all of a sudden, an angel appeared to Zechariah announcing that Elizabeth would have a baby. And Zechariah was told that he wasn't going to be able to speak due to his lack of faith in trusting what the angel had said to him. Today we move forward nine months and the baby has now been born. And this was a monumental moment for Zechariah and Elizabeth, all their dreams have been fulfilled. The tradition of the day in circumstances such as these was that the first boy would continue the family name and would be named after the father, just as those who were gathered together with Zechariah and Elizabeth were expecting to happen. However, as Elizabeth and Zechariah prepare to name their new child, they declare that his name will not be Zechariah, but his name will be John, just as the angel had revealed revealed to Zechariah nine months earlier that he would be. The shock on the faces of the family and friends was evident. First of all, they doubted Elizabeth's decision. They had to go and double-check with Zechariah. Are you sure you don't want your first son to be named after you? And then when Zechariah backed his wife up, they were amazed when he agreed that this child's name should be John. But as Zechariah declared John's name, he demonstrated to God that he had learnt his lesson of not trusting in his plan, as we heard a few weeks ago. As he placed his trust in God. Not only was he able to speak again, but God's plan was able to break through tangibly to all around him. You may struggle to trust in God's plan, but it's never too late to re-engage with God's plan. By simply naming his child and calling him John, people could tell God was at work. As we're told in verse 66, they all left Zechariah and Elizabeth that day asking, what then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. This Christmas, may we be reminded that God is not limited to our traditions, 
and to our customs. In fact, how easy it is for our traditions and our customs to blind us from encountering the true revelation of what God is doing amongst us. Throughout the Bible, we see how God breaks through in unexpected ways. Jesus didn't come just for the good and the well-to-do and the religious upright in the society, but he came to be a friend of the sinner, the outcast, and the sick. Jesus didn't come to establish a wonderful nation here on earth for the Jews, but he came to give hope for all people of every race, not only in this world, but throughout eternity. Throughout the last nine months, traditions have fallen away and we've been unable to do what we would usually do. And I wonder, where has God been revealing himself to you as these traditions have been stripped away? How have you seen and encountered God in a new way in the, over these last few months? Jesus broke traditions. He revealed himself in unexpected ways to unexpected people. Things may be different at the moment, but how is he revealing himself to you this Christmas? This Christmas may be less traditional, but we can all encounter God as he draws near to us. As he draws near, may we hold on to our traditions loosely, that our traditions and our customs may never crowd Jesus out. May we never get so caught up in what we usually do that we miss out on what God is currently doing and wants to involve us in. As Zechariah breaks with tradition and declares that his new baby son's name will be John, he carries on with a declaration of hope. Zechariah had been unable to speak for nine months. He'd had plenty of time to think about what he would do when he was able to speak again. But the first thing he did was to declare God's praise for what he had done. Zechariah had plenty of time to think about what he'd do, but he didn't use it to catch up with the latest gossip of what was going on. He didn't whinge to God that he'd taken his voice away for nine months, but instead he responded and he stood up and he declared with praise. Unlike those around him, as he named his son, Zechariah didn't need to wonder what God was doing. God had already revealed his plan to him, and he could see it being implemented and becoming a reality within the world. Zechariah knew that his new son was not just a miraculous birth because he had been born to Zechariah and to Elizabeth when no one else thought they could have children. Rather, he recognized that his birth was miraculous, because this little baby had a purpose. And his purpose was to prepare the way for the Lord and the Savior of all humanity to come to, eat, to mankind. As Zechariah declares his song of praise and hope, it is important that we recognize the extent of the hope that we have in Jesus. Zechariah's hope was not just 
of a transformed world where relationships would be renewed and restored, and tr- but the transformation would go even great further than better relationships between different people in the world. Not only would relationships be restored between people and nations, but Zechariah saw God's plan to offer hope and salvation to all people in their relationship with God that we would all know and all experience and all encounter God's mercy in our lives, just as Zechariah and Elizabeth had. And Zechariah saw what God was doing before his eyes. He saw his plan being revealed. He couldn't sit quietly on the sidelines and just be a spectator of what God was doing. Instead, he jumped up from his seat and he declared with all his might that although this baby might be small and just like any other child, there was something different about him. He was different because through him, everyone could have hope again. And so Zechariah used his first words after being unable to speak for nine months, not to catch up on the gossip, but to stand up and to declare the hope that God was revealing to him. The birth of John the Baptist was just the start of God's plan. And this Christmas, may we take a page out of Zechariah's book and may we join in with him in declaring a message of hope to our community this Christmas time. This year, especially, our world is desperate for some hope. This is why our Christmas series is called Christmas Isn't Cancelled. It's why we're looking forward to sharing our community carol video online this evening, taking the message of hope out to the people around us sharing the hope of Jesus with our community. We're sharing hope as a church together this Christmas time. But each one of us also has a part to play as we are God's ambassadors for hope, declaring his hope into our world today. And so this Christmas, how might you be able to declare the hope of God breaking into the chaos and the darkness of our world? Who might you invite to come along and join online our alternative carols this evening as we celebrate that Christmas isn't cancelled? Who might you be able to share your story with and the hope that you have encountered that they too might see that there is hope for them as well? Who might you be able to stand alongside when they need to know some hope the most? As a church, we have been blessed that we have encountered Jesus and that we can know the hope that he has given to us. But may we not keep that message of hope to ourselves. Rather, let's lift up our voices and declare and share the hope that God has revealed to us with all those who are around us. As Zechariah promised or proclaimed the hope that was to come in Jesus, 
this Christmas we can encounter and experience this hope for ourselves. For as we, as we encounter the mercy of God in Jesus. Zechariah finishes his song of praise by looking at the bigger picture of what God is doing, of the big plan that God had revealed to him. He tells us how we will encounter salvation through the forgiveness of sins and the tender mercy of our God. He looks forward to the light of Jesus shining into the darkness of our world, defeating the threat of death itself and leading us into peace. As we prepare to celebrate Christmas together, we can have confidence that this hope and and vision that Zechariah saw has been fulfilled. It has become a reality. Through Jesus, we have all been reunited with our Lord and our God, who has forgiven our sins by his great mercy. No longer do we need to fear death. No longer does the grave define our life, but each and every one of us can know the everlasting peace, both now here in this world and throughout eternity. This is a message of Christmas. This is the message of the God who draws near to us. This Christmas, we can all encounter this hope for ourselves because Jesus has come into our world. He is the fulfillment of God's amazing plan, giving hope to everyone. Jesus is the fulfillment of this plan, revealing his love and mercy amongst us. It is as we follow Jesus that we will find our feet on the path to peace this Christmas time. Christmas isn't cancelled because even in the midst of a pandemic, God has drawn near to us. Zechariah saw God's plan unfold before his eyes. And we too can encounter the mercy and the hope of our God this Christmas. So may we not hold tightly to our traditions that we might instead embrace the way that God is moving amongst us in new ways that we may have never even expected. And as we encounter him, May we join in with Zechariah in declaring and sharing the message of hope that we can all experience this Christmas through Jesus. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for the hope that we have in you, for the love and the mercy that we can find in you. Lord, we thank you for that plan that you revealed to Zechariah, that that plan is now no longer just a plan, but a reality that we can all know, that we can all experience in our lives. And so, Lord God, this morning, we give ourselves over to you, and we give ourselves over to your plan. Lord, we welcome your mercy 
into our lives, that we might know the hope that we have in Jesus and that we might be able to share the hope that we have in Jesus to those around us. Lord, we thank you that as we break with our traditions, sometimes we can find new life, new hope. Lord, this Christmas time, which will be different in so many ways, we hold everything loosely with light hands. And we open ourselves to you and we say, come, Lord Jesus, come and reveal yourself to us. This Christmas time, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.